What about this guy? I've been showing Mazda belongs in sports car racing for quite some time now. Winner from the 12 Hours of Sebring. Jonathan Bomarito joining us here in the Freak Nation. And what a freaking story for you guys to win this week. And first of all, we're talking about 12 Hours of Sebring in November. And two, how you guys got this win is absolutely bonkers. Has it sunk in, bud? Yeah, thanks for having me on. I mean, both. Uh, like you said, Sebring in no- November is wild. Way different uh, than the usual March, second race of the year. Um, and then I think it was the... Probably the craziest uh, Sebring 12-hour race that I've ever been a part of, for sure, and uh, maybe even that I can remember. Um, What a wild, wild race. I mean, uh, anything that could uh, could happen kind of did. We just... uh, I guess we kind of had the cleanest race of the of the lot, and uh, after a grueling 12 hours, came out on top. It was a really, really special victory for for Mazda and everybody involved in their uh, prototype program. Jonathan Barmerito joining us. He, along with Ryan Hunter, Ray, Harry Tignall, take home the 2020 COVID-19. Sebring 12 hours. COVID uh, Sebring. G- given your time in a sports car. Sports car in sports car racing, specifically with the 12 hours of Sebring. Did you enjoy running in what would maybe be cooler, lower humidity type weather than the typical spring in Sebring? Well, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't have thought we were in November. It felt like a <laughs> summer day in Florida to me. It was hot and humid. I think they had that tropical storm go through there and it was just, uh, it was brutal. It was one of the hardest Sebrings that I can remember for a long time, actually. Jonathan Bomarito joining us here in the Freak Nation. Would you talk about it being a hard race for you? You're doing this interview at night with us. Do you still feel the wear and tear of all that time in that sports car? Oh, my God. I just, uh, you know, the, the race ends at about tw- 1030 uh, Saturday night early flight Sunday morning. Uh, I'm walking funny through the airport still. I'm so sore. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jonathan. That's not because of a celebratory couple of cocktails. No, no, no. I didn't fall and hurt myself. This is just, this is just surely uh, pain from the race car. I call it the little torture chamber, but uh, (laughs) it's a lot of fun. That's for sure. It's worth it. Yeah. I was going to say that torture chamber, is it a torture chamber just because of it's a badass machine or is it a torture chamber because Sebring is such a rough track? Both, both (laughs) for sure. (laughs) The torture chamber is a, uh, escalated at Sebring. I mean, the corners are so fast, they're long duration, high load. So you're feeling the G's and then you put these massive bumps involved, uh, specifically in turn 17 and turn one. And, uh, yeah, it beats the drivers up pretty bad. Well, can you explain, you've been with Mazda for a very long time. Can you explain what really started to click? I think it was the end of the 2018 season when you guys knew you were very fast. You knew you had something special for 2019. Then the double podium at Watkins Glen, and then the rest is history. You guys have been winning a lot. So can you explain what was the turning point, and then basically how did you get to here, and what a great way to go off into the offseason? Yeah, absolutely. I You know, it's there's so many pieces to – 
to running a competitive race team uh, at this level these days. There's so many people involved uh, from all the crew, the mechanics, to the engineering, to the constructors that we are involved with, with Multimatic, uh, you know, building the race cars and the chassis and AAR doing the engines. And uh, I mean, there's just been so many little things that have led up to it. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is just, the endurance testing that we were doing in the off seasons and just be get, you know, getting our car more reliable for these longer duration endurance races. And I think winning the 12 hours of Sebring is uh, absolutely that it's testament to all the hard work that everybody's done. If you could finish that race uh, and have a car that is, was mechanically perfect through the duration, uh, the team, everybody at Mazda and Multimatic, uh, and the engineering staff and the crew—it just proves that uh, that they nailed it, and we've we've got a reliable car now. So clearly, it seems to bode well going into the roar before the 24, which is in the beginning of January, I believe, beginning to middle, and then of course leading into the 24 hours of Daytona at the end of January. But what does your off season look like? Are you going to be doing more testing? Are you allowed? Are there COVID restrictions? Yeah, well, I think kind of things are changing again in in the country you know with the state line uh different states having different requirements and you know hopefully you know hopefully we'll we'll be at the 24 i mean uh, florida we've we've put on races in florida uh kind of through the the pandemic and hopefully nothing changes for the 24 uh we do have a couple tests uh set up for december um right now those are still on and that's like you said to get ready for the for the Daytona 24 that's at the in end of January and that's our biggest race of the year and we uh, Harry and I won uh, with the pandemic um, the first race back was uh, a sprint race at Daytona and Harry and I uh, and I won that race earlier this year so I'm looking forward to get back getting back to Daytona you know the reliability looks to be better on the cars. And we know we are we have the speed there. So um, fingers crossed for late January. Jonathan Bomarito won the 12 hours of Sebring this weekend. Jonathan, do you like these long races that go around the clock once or twice? Or do you like the quicker sprint races, two and a half hours, get in and out, get it done, and go on with your life? You know, I, I do like them both. I mean, but I guess when you... When you win an endurance race, the it, it's great, right? But if you have are having mechanical issues or your car is just not handling right, it just beats you up and it just drags on and on and on. And there's nothing you can do about it but get through the race. Uh, but when you're but when you're in the fight and have a result, those longer endurance races sure are something special from a accomplishment standpoint. Um, it really feels like you uh, like you achieve something great. Jonathan Bomarito, you've had enormous experience in sports car racing, these long endurance races, 12, 24 hours. You're in and out of the car. Your emotions are up and down. Tell us what it's like to watch Harry Tignall or Ryan Hunter Ray drive the car while you're on the sidelines watching. Yeah, you know, I mean, auto racing, I don't think there's a... I mean, any other sport where you have the extreme highs and lows, uh, I mean, it can just, your whole race can change just on at any moment, at any point during the race. 
I mean, we, we fought back from, uh, you know, everything was going just fine. I think we were maybe three, four hours into the race, nice and calm. And then we had a, a wheel nut failure, like a hub uh, pin failure in one of the pit stops. And they were scrambling, scrambling to change the tire. We almost, we were only like five seconds from going a lap down. And now the whole dynamic of our race just changed. We're waiting for a caution. We're trying to push really hard to not go a lap down. Uh, and we fought back from that. We got a caution that we needed. And, and also you look at our sister car, the, the 77. They were leading. We were running second with only like 25 minutes to go. And they had, they ran over something on track and got a puncture. And they ended up finishing third and we won the race. So, I mean, for them as well, the, this range of emotion um, through a 12 hour race, a 24 hour race is, um, the highs and lows are, are really hard to describe, actually. Jonathan, you and Harry have enormous experience in a sports car. So when you bring in Ryan Hunter Ray, an IndyCar driver, even with his championship and his experience in big races, is there any kind of drop-off? Do you have to watch how he handles the car, or can you just relax and let him do his thing? Yeah, that's the beauty with uh, RHR is he's, he's actually just really easy, comes in, gets up to speed really quick, low maintenance and just pounds out the laps. Like lap times are super competitive with mine and Harry's. And, uh, it's nice because you can, he's a veteran. He's done a lot of sports car racing. Um, and you know, you can relax when he's in the car. I think when, when you bring in, uh, some of the other formula car types that are, are standouts in speed, uh, the flow of the race is different with the multi-classes. And um, I know for from a personal standpoint, when, when Ryan's in the car, I could still relax just like if it was Harry in the car. I know the car is going to be in one piece. We all have the same goal in mind. So uh, I love, uh, you know, I've known Ryan for a lot of years. I got to do some endurance racing with him back in uh, 2014 um, as well in uh, GTLM category. And, He's a good guy, and we love having him be a part of it. So winning this race, it was his home, you know, his home race. All of his family was there. It was kind of a bummer for him. They had to social distance from uh, the podium and all of that. But uh, that's his first win overall at Sebring with friends and family. So it was pretty special. Well, that that brings up an interesting point. How strange is it when you have these endurance races? Because you guys have kind of been with your team pod through this pandemic when things got going again in July through the end of the season. So then you've got road Atlanta, you've got Sebring when you've got the Ryan Hunter Ray coming on board. Does he kind of, he doesn't have to quarantine before getting with you guys. How strange was that? Or at least how different was it in the year 2020? Oh, very massively different. I mean, from our team meetings to interacting with other teams in the paddock to just the travel getting back and forth to the races um just all the different protocols it it, uh and not having any fans really at the track or some tracks did allow a a reduced amount of fans but they were kind of quarantined off from the you know where the teams were in the paddock so i mean just everything was so different um Hats off to the series, though, to pull it off. Um, I mean, they, they had to make some some big changes in all the protocols, and 
everybody just kind of went with the flow and uh you know it was important to get the job done and get the races in um for all the sponsors and manufacturers and um keeping everybody working but it wasn't weird with ryan hunter ray he could he could come in and seamlessly join you guys or did he have to be at a distance during some of these meetings uh well we kind of all are at a bit of a distance you know Mm -hmm. we're I, there's, there's only so much you can do, to be honest. Um, in some of these meetings, we all wear masks, but to say we're all exactly six feet apart is, uh, <laughs> yeah. it would be a little bit hard to do. Um, yeah, no. but you know, he, he's probably the most strict out of any of us. Um, he'd always bring his motor home and he had some stuff in his Indy car contract and requirements on their part to, to do a little bit more excessive social distancing, but we made it work. Bam. You know, I, I did see well, real quick, Kenny, cause I know Sebring has the zoo and we talked about the lack of fans, but I think mm-hmm. I saw a post somewhere. Elvis was at Sebring. Ah, yeah. You know, that's, that's in the zoo. I'm sure you might see multiple Elvises there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, buddy, I know that it, uh, it's been a long weekend for you. Thanks for sticking around and getting some good cell service to join us here in the Freak Nation. It's a hell of a way to end the year for you. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Super special, and I uh, love being on your show. Thanks a lot for having us. Thank you, Jonathan. Take care.